The world is filled with amazing things and terrible things. And today, sadly, we're going to talk about both. Hello, Internet. <laughs> what are you doing, Jeff? <laughs> I'm celebrating. Celebrating Cody's failures, I see. All right. <clears throat> Hello, Internet. You're listening to the Geeks on a Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks! And Shelly Walter. Corgis! I still don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I think by now, with just the random, like... You trying is is perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, lasagna. Very <laughs> random word of the day. Yeah, definitely, I'll do that. <laughs> so, what have you guys been geeking about, geeking out about this week? Uh, so this weekend I did my twenty four hour live stream. I say twenty four hour. That's generous. I quit about eighteen hours in. Um, I'm getting old. I probably won't ever do twenty four hours <laughs> continuously again. But Good news is uh, I started that day with $1,000 in donations, raised my goal to 1500 and still hit it. Awesome. Oh, nice. So I was over $1,500 by the end of 18-hour live stream. I played Fallout 4, Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, Guitar Hero Live, which my hand was killing me after Battlefront. I played a little Battlefront early, so mm-hmm. people that jumped in there and watched me got to see a little bit of early Battlefront. And, and you didn't like Fallout at all? You you hated it or something? <laughs> I may not uh, be able to function in the real world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I had been... Okay, so I have a lot that I play. So I had put Fallout up on a shelf until I did my extra live stream. Because I knew... like I've, I'm a long-time fan of the Fallout games. I've been around them since I was honestly way too young to play them. But my parents didn't know how to monitor the ESRB ratings at the time. Right. Parents, check the ESRB rating and go with that, by the way. <laughs> Um, but so I set it up on the shelf and I thought this is going to be fun when I get to it. I'll enjoy it. But no, it's way better than I even expected it to be. And I love that series. So I, since Saturday, now granted I I had a an 18 hour live stream. I played four hours of fallout then, but I'm already over 10 hours played now. Not bad. The number that I've seen tossed around the internet is that there's up to like 400 hours of content in that game with no level cap. So you can literally max out every skill. Very cool. I'm I'm digging it so far. 400 hours. Yeah. 10 man weeks. How about that? (laughs) You work a 40-hour week, that's two and a half months of work. (laughs) I guess you could say that. Awesome. What about you, Shelly? Well, Nintendo Direct is something I've been geeking out about. We're going to talk about it later on the podcast, but <laughs> there's so many games on there. I'm just so stoked yeah. about. But I'm also worried for my wallet. <laughs> Nintendo just knows how to take your money. Right? So, yeah. They just they take names that they've had forever and they stick it on a game and you're like, yes. Yeah, I mean, you, you look straight down through that list and it's like most of them... Okay, every one of the well, okay, there's one, two, I see maybe two franchises that haven't previously existed on that list <laughs> in yeah. the Nintendo universe. Yeah. It's like, I, f- 
so I many feel kind of bad because I know a lot of it is just nostalgia talking that I want it, but so much of it just oh, I want these games. So. There's a reason that they maintain their their fan force, though. I mean, they they yeah. create good content, good games. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've been geeking out about that. Played more Dungeons and Dragons uh, yesterday. First time I got to zero health, so death saves were fun. <laughs> death save? Or they're called saving throws. So you have to roll the dice, and if you roll higher than a 10, that's a success. If you roll lower than a 10, it's a failure. Something like that. Eventually you have to roll three successes for you to live, uh, but you could just die. And you can get someone else who has a healing spell to stabilize you it doesn't actually heal you but it keeps you from dying so there's that but uh it was intense our whole team almost died <laughs> darn dragons but it was if fun. you die in that game is it over like you die in real life yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like the matrix <laughs> well it depends on the campaign i guess because either your dm can be really if your dm really likes your character there's probably going to be some way He'll resurrect it, but if not, you just create a new character. So wow. okay. they pick it's not you the up end in the of the world. New but yeah, it's rough. So it's <laughs> I really like my character. <laughs> well, for me, I haven't really done too much this week, but I am very, very stoked for AKA Jessica Jones coming out on Netflix. I'm kind of scared about it because it's supposed to be incredibly dark, uh, but. It's going to be interesting. You guys know what it is at all? Yeah, it's a Marvel property. Some of the stuff I've heard about it's going to keep me away from it for a while. Yeah. I haven't heard much about it, so It's could it take it's in the same like line of stuff as Daredevil. So it's all in the Marvel universe still. But the Purple Man is the most hated villain in all of Marvel, they've said. Um he does mind control oh but he's a villain so yeah. he does terrible things with it you're not gonna eat that peanut butter and jelly i don't even want to like talk about stuff on here about the pot in the podcast because i don't know if people that's, would find it yeah, friendly enough he's okay. terrifying huh i can only imagine no i'm very excited for it but it's going to be very dark it will not be iron man by any means that comes out uh, what in the next week or two? Twentieth. Okay, and so just this week, days, four days. Yeah. Wow. That's like Thursday, Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday, yeah. Yep. And cool. I will probably watch most of it that day. <laughs> no shame, no shame. Okay, cool. Going on from that, we did mention Nintendo Direct. So, what did you guys think of Nintendo Direct? I guess before we do that, for listeners who don't know, what is Nintendo Direct? Nintendo Direct is the way that Nintendo has decided to disseminate information to all of its fan base. Instead of having a press conference at a location where reporters have to show up and all that meat space junk, they record it all online. They're able to you know, do some nice, pretty flash animation, show video, all that sort of stuff. And they basically stream it online and then you know, put the video up for people to watch afterward. In fact, we can probably put that link in the show notes. All right. If you haven't seen the Nintendo uh, the Nintendo Direct yet, crawl out from under your rock. 
<laughs> no, but, but I actually check it out. It. I got all my information from Facebook. I watched it right before we did the podcast because I wanted to be in the loop. But I knew mostly everything from Facebook because everybody was talking about it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What are you guys most excited for from Nintendo Direct? Xenoblade Chronicles X! (laughs) See, (laughs) when they first sort of talked about that game, I just thought, yeah, I'm probably not going to get it. But looking at it through Nintendo Direct, it just looks so... Oh, it looks really cool. Now I want it. Let me, so. let, me, let me give you this information. How about this? I saw this pop out earlier this week as well. The world, okay, it's the Xenoblade Chronicles games are huge open world games. So yeah. you kind of run around. I haven't played any of those games, but I've heard okay. about I, them. I have Xenoblade Chronicles on two platforms. I own it on the Wii and on my 3DS. Oh, yeah, so. I came out 3DS. I forgot okay. about that. Um, so the new one... It's such a big open world. Like we're talking about Fallout 4 having 400 hours of content. They have said that the open world in Xenoblade Chronicles X is going to be bigger than Fallout 4, Skyrim, and Witcher 3 combined. Yeah. And Witcher 3 is a 30-hour game if you do zero side content. <laughs> what in the world? So, That's crazy. That's I'm so ex- and it looks incredible. It, it really does looks look incredible. so Cool. I'm really tempted. I'm finally totally stoked about Nintendo being on a on a uh, HD platform. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So Speaking many of games open worlds, yeah. Zelda U. I'm so so excited for. Yes. Even though they didn't show anything really, yeah. they just mentioned it, and I was like, yes. It showed like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Did they say that it's still going to be on Wii U, it is or have they? Okay. Yep, it comes out the end of 2016. Okay. So, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD comes out in March. And I'm going to get it, even though I'm really kind of disappointed graphically, that they even mentioned that it's just a port. And I was kind of hoping that they would actually up the graphics, do different shaders and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I hoped they Oh, you're talking about the Twilight too. Princess? Twilight Princess, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Similar to what they did with... Uh, what is the other one? Wind Waker, which I didn't yeah. play because I'm not a fan of Toon Link. Call me not a re- true Zelda fan. For but, folks that are interested, uh, I don't. Have we already shut down the gaming channel completely, or are those vids still there? It's still open. Okay, I'm so open. for folks at home that want to see it, Nikki did a let's play through uh, through Wind Waker yeah. HD, right? She did the HD. Yeah, one. yeah, she did it through the HD version. That's very cool. Um, the Twilight Princess. There's going to be an amiibo. It's probably going to be the first amiibo I own, just because supposedly information that you get on Twilight Princess is going to carry over to Zelda U, and I have no um, idea what that means, but you have me sold. See, I forgot really, about that. <laughs> I'm really let down by what the Amiibos can do, I guess. I was hoping that they would unlock a lot more stuff. It would be kind of a form of DLC, I guess. Yeah. That really hasn't been the case for most of them that I've seen. Yeah. But I'm still excited. If I could bring like Twilight Princess Link over to... The other one or the wolf in general if i could bring yeah. the wolf over to the new zelda cool. game i would be so happy that would be so cool yeah i'm a zelda fan <laughs> i'm excited I'm a, zelda fan. I'm a pokemon fan i'm a i'm pretty much a fan of everything on here except for probably animal crossing speaking of pokemon poken yes yeah <laughs> oh so gosh amazing. 
my my question with that is how many characters are they going to have? Like how many Pokemon are actually so going to be? Many. 720. No. I mean the big ones that they showed were um oh Dark Mewtwo, mm-hmm. and Lucario, Pikachu, Machamp, Gengar, Charizard. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed. When I first heard about it, I was hoping they would all be fighting-type Pokemon, which I know oh, would have been yeah. But it would have been kind of cool to see. You could have a psychic fighting-type and the, you know, fighting rock-type. You know, kind of go yeah. through all those. would have been really cool to see. But... I'm still very excited. I'm yeah. going to throw it down with Charizard, I can already tell. Yeah, so the full lineup that we have so far uh, for characters in the game, we got Charizard, Pikachu, Pikachu Libre, which is... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Pikachu um, in the fighting uniform. Omega uh, Ruby in Sapphire, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got Machamp, Gengar, Suicune, which is interesting because cool it's one. in our legendary. Uh, Blaziken, Gardevoir... Uh, Lucario, Weavile, and Shadow Mewtwo. Kind of a random group of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty random. Like Machamp but, makes good sense there. They've got to have Pikachu. Yeah. yeah. Lucario's kind of Lucario big. makes sense there. I'm really I was surprised that they added Weavile, in all honesty. Like I totally forgot about Weavile. I like the Pokemon, I just forgot about it. Blaziken's a fighting type. That's what I mean. They yeah. should have just done all fighting type. I would have been all over that. Yeah. That would have been cool. But any water types? Pikachu. I didn't hear you say any water types there. I don't see I, any water types. There are there. no water types. Suicune, yeah. if you count Suicune. Suicune is water. Ice. So. Isn't it ice? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I guess water. Suicune is, yeah. One other thing. I'm really... Those are the big ones that I'm excited for. That and Star Fox Zero. Because yeah. it looks so mm-hmm. awful at E3. I don't know if you guys saw the E3 videos. Yeah, it but did look horrible. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was talking about how terrible it looked design-wise. And now it looks beautiful. It looks really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that E3 video, I was like, this looks like the Nintendo 64 version. Right? Yeah. Upresed. I've already played this game. And somebody mentioned in the comments that they were like, well, that just allows them to have a huge map. And I was like, well, that makes sense. That would be cool if you could just go on forever. But Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that the design has gone up graphically, artistically. There's way more detail in it now. So um, we we talked about. I already talked about Xenoblade Chronicles X. A buddy of mine at work was telling me today like, he's already pre-ordered the version of Fire Emblem Fates. Yeah, it comes with all three so games. It comes with three excited. games. Oh, that's cool. So and and they mentioned that in the video. It's uh, two separate stories. You know they've done that for with their games for years. And then the third game is called Revelations. Um, and it's kind of a third game to kind of wrap the first two up. They've said you can play the third game if you want, but it's going to have spoilers all over the board for the first two games. Yeah. But my buddy's already pre-ordered both of those. Speaking of pre-order, like I've already preloaded Xenoblade Chronicles X on my machine, so that's ready for December 4th. Cool. Um, Are you guys yeah, going to get I, red, blue, or yellow? Pokemon? Yes. One of them. All of them. Yellow. <laughs> I was all really right. hoping there were rumors that yellow was going to be remade on the X and Y engine. And I thought that would have been awesome, but I'll take this. I'll, I'm going to play yellow. I love having Surf and Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A couple of the other big hitters that we have to talk about. Um, Dragon Quest 7 and 8 are coming out to the 3DS. 8 was one of my favorite PS2 RPGs. Huh. So I'm excited to see that pop back out. 
And Project X-Zone 2 is going to be cool. They, that's the one that mishmashes all the different Capcom properties together. Oh, yeah. I saw about that. But the, the final reveal, the final big thing that they blew everybody out of the water with, Cloud Strife is coming to Smash <laughs> Brothers. Okay? It looks great. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have Smash anymore. I might get it again. I've got to go back and Smash uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to Is get it, it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, if they do what they did with Ryu, where it was like outlandishly expensive, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. But yeah, I will put however much money they need me to put down if they put Banjo and Kazooie in there. <laughs> like, you <laughs> need me to buy the game twice. That's not gonna so... happen. Microsoft owns Rare now, man. I know, uh... but even. Microsoft, I can't remember who it was. Someone at Microsoft said they were open to it, which was basically them probably saying, if you give us enough money, we'll sure. let you take it. Yeah. But it was the head of Xbox. Our sound guy is like messaging us through the chat there. Well, that would have had to been Phil Spencer? I guess so. Yep. I just, if he's okay with it, Nintendo, put down the money. I'll pay whatever you need me to pay. Phil Spencer, dude. Like, I think we talked about this last week, but the head of all three divisions are rocking. Phil Spencer's become one of my favorite personalities in video games. So, that's cool. He, he just belonged, they, or I guess he, they both belong yeah. in the game. It, they fit too um, perfectly, those platformers. I, I have to mention it again. I guess this is the second or third week in a row. Yokai Watch was on that Nintendo Direct. Uh, <laughs> Bill. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he hung Gramps, made Bill eat all the donuts. I'm just saying, you guys, especially if you like Pokemon, you like that sort of collectathon, check out Yokai Watch. Seriously, go look at it. Okay, you might find something you really like there. I'm trying to think of anything else of huge importance. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy how many uh, different. They're taking, making so many different games of familiar franchises. There are at least two or three different Pokemon games, plus mm-hmm. the uh, loading of uh, the older games on the 3DS. They have a couple, three? No, two? Two-ish. And a hint of the third, Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of Mario ones. They got a lot of other stuff. It's just... It's crazy how much they're making out of these franchises. And I'm a little surprised that they're making so many games for them already. You would think that they would just focus on one, but... Especially with this new console coming out too. Yeah, that's true. I figured they would kind of die off and get that next console out and start making games for that. So this is really cool and really exciting to see. Definitely. it's They're making... Nintendo's making customers happy who bought Wii U's because I still remember yeah. back when the Wii U came out everyone said how terrible it was and how people should just buy the Xbox One or PS4 and now they're making it worth it and I'm yep. happy <laughs> yep Nintendo's got my money I just it, it's over like I hadn't had Nintendo since the NES and yeah. just whatever they put out if they keep making Zelda games, if they were like, we're discontinuing the Zelda franchise, then maybe I'll get away from it. I can like stay away from Smash Bros. and stuff. But if you're making another Zelda game, I'm buying your console. The 
I, I basically only stick with the major games on Nintendo platforms anymore, unless yeah. it's some sort of cool RPG like Xenoblade Chronicles was. If they hadn't brought the uh, Operation Rainfall games over last gen, I wouldn't have cared one iota. Hmm. Them bringing that stuff over made a big difference to me. So, yep. Well, going yeah. on from all the exciting news from Nintendo. There's also a lot of stuff that came out this week, or is coming out this week. Joe, what is our pull list? All right, so the pull list, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and geekettes, for the week of November 16th, 2015. We'll start right in. Uh, Cody already mentioned coming to Netflix, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything more you want to say about that, Cody? No, it's just it's got to be huge. Watch it. It's all connected. Okay. Coming to movie theaters this week, a lot of our listeners are probably going to go check this one out. The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part uh, 2. Yes, I'm seeing a midnight premiere of it. Really? There you go, yeah. So excited. My People on church a floor are going. Rented out a theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> to go watch it. And Legit. I'm not going, but I, I thought that was pretty cool. My whole church is... Yeah, I'm really excited. Cool. I still I, don't like the Mockingjay book, but I'll watch the Mockingjay Part 2 movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, but I haven't... I don't read a ton of books, um, but I, I read through the Hunger Games trilogy and really enjoyed the whole trilogy. I have not yeah. read them, but I've liked the movie so far. Yeah, I'm stoked to see it. Um, also coming out this week, and the only reason this even made our list is because Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are acting in it. They're kind of headline actors. It's a movie called The Night Before. It's going to be rated R, and it's one of those raunchy party Stoner movies. Stoner comedies, yeah. Yeah. I Hangover meets Christmas. That's kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised by Gordon Levitt being in it, and uh, the guy that plays Falcon in Marvel. Oh, I did not know that. I can't oh. remember his name. Falcon. Falcon. Captain America's... Uh, oh. Commercial. Yeah, what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his name, What's right? What's his face? It is Falcon, right? Sure. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to call him the Captain American America's Eagle, but... Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it coming to movie theaters for this week. Coming to Blu-ray, uh, The Hobbit Battle of Five Armies Extended Edition. I was wondering why this popped up here, because I was like, that came out last year, but it's the extended edition of the Blu-ray okay. coming out this week. So just more war scenes. That war. whole movie is one climactic war scene. War never changes. <laughs> the whole trilogy is not was not necessary. Oh, I said Hobbit. that when it first came out, but I ate up every movie. I did too. I'm kind of sad. Like I understand that they would probably never they would never do this, but I wish they would remake the other three Lord of the Rings mo- movies and make them into trilogies. So we're oh, going to wow. end up with 12 movies across the Lord of the Rings. Don't give Hollywood ideas. They'll do right? money. <laughs> I'd be okay I will with pay it. you $45 per movie ticket if you do that. I would watch all of them. <laughs> but I already I like the acting so much, the actor choices for those movies yeah. so much. If yeah. they repeat them, I'd be very sad. Yep. Yeah. The other big Blu-ray movie coming out this week is The Man from Uncle, and that is a spy movie with uh, the guy that plays Captain Kirk, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Which Captain Kirk? The new Captain Kirk. Okay. He was also... uh, Jordan, he's not. 
He was also in that Tom Clancy movie a couple years ago. My brain is not operating right now. Yeah, see, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. For what is his name? He's yes, in it in Chris Woods, Pine. too. Chris Pine. Yes, Chris, Chris Pine. Pine, yeah. Cool, cool. He's in Into the Woods, and I thought he was fantastic in that. Oh, yeah, isn't he, like, Prince Charming or something? Yeah. yeah. He needs to be Hal Jordan. He's going to be the love interest in Wonder Woman, I think. The man from Uncle, if I'm not mistaken, got really good ratings, too. <laughs> Way to keep us back on track, Joe. I try. I don't know anything about no man in the woods. Is that like Lady in the Lake or Pond or whatever? Into the Woods, not no man in the woods. Into okay. the Woods. It's about. It's a play. So long as he gives a sword to King Arthur, I don't care. <laughs> Into the Woods. It's about a ton of fairy tales coming together in this. The first half of it is a comedy, and the okay. second half is a drama. It's a comedy. But it's weird because it's such a snap. It's a first act and a second act. The play is really good. They turn it into a mu. It's always been a musical play. Okay. But the Disney made a movie of it, and it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so it's Chris Pine and Henry Cavill, who is Superman. Oh, yeah. And they're kind of... I don't know if they team up or if they're on opposite sides. I guess they team up. I mean, they're both good guys That's in every other movie. So. I'll check that out. I haven't heard yeah. about it. Till- Looks like it's got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Seven point five out of ten on IMDb. So there you go. Those are your big Blu-ray releases for the week. We got another pretty long list in games this week, but the big one everybody's going to know about. We have done uh, footage of this when the beta went live. Star Wars Battlefront goes live in. What's that about? I've never heard of that. It's this game about these dudes. (laughs) They're in space, explaining Star Wars. Someone who has no idea. (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> it's it's like medieval fantasy set in a far future space. <laughs> That's what it is. You got knights that There's can fighting in space. Yeah. You yeah. got lightning swords. But I've actually already been playing a few days of this. So it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. I have EA early access. Okay. And I'll go ahead and explain this real quick. I, a buddy of mine told me about this. $5 for EA Early Access for a single month or $30 a year. You can buy a single month. And when you do, if you buy any digital copies of an electronic arts game, you get 10% off. So Battlefront, and you get early access to it. by like You get 10 hours of early access starting on Thursday before the release. So the game, Battlefront, is $60. Mm-hmm. I spent $5 on the early access it gave me $6 off the purchase price because I had early access, so it saved me a dollar on the price in the end. Okay. And I got early access to it four or five days ahead of everybody else. I feel like that's what's worth it. Yeah, yeah early access, awesome. and it saved $1. But you have to buy it digitally. I was going to buy it digitally anyway. So have it you was played the good. Heroes vs. Villains? I've not tried that yet. I've seen some footage of that. Literally thought it was really cool. Is that the Darth one where Vader. it's all... Yeah. Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Leia, Han Solo. So I had a really good game the other night. I'll, t- I'll talk about this one game. This might hype you guys up a little bit if you're not already. Also, don't forget, we are doing a multiplayer game night of this on the Xbox One Saturday night. Um, Patrick's going to have the information for that in the community channel. But So I was playing a game, I was on indoor, and I'm running around as a stormtrooper on indoor, and an achievement, an Xbox Live achievement pops up on my screen, 
and it said, not bad for a little furball. <laughs> An Ewok from one of the trees up, you know, in their little tree houses, threw a rock and hit me in the head. And I got an achievement for it. <laughs> Brilliant. And then I jumped in an ATST and wrecked the rebels. So burn the forest down. <laughs> it's going to be real good, folks. I, I definitely think you should check it out. We've got uh, a guy that has been champing at the bit to review it. So I'm going to give him that when it goes live. Also coming out this week, on Friday, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash comes out for the Wii U. If you've played a Mario Tennis game, you know exactly what's coming down the pipeline. If you haven't, even if you don't like tennis, you should probably keep your eye on this one because it's a Mario game. I haven't played a Mario sports game since Mario Golf, which I loved. Yeah, the Mario sports games are great. Mario, I had the baseball one from the GameCube. I liked that one. All-Star Baseball or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Mario All-Stars. Golf was really silly, Sorry. but you could set your ball on fire, and it made yeah. me feel was a little 8-year-old, yeah. 10-year-old. <laughs> and I don't like tennis. I like to play it a little bit here and there, but I may actually pick this up because Mario <laughs> Tennis is so cool. I mean, it's got all that crazy random stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, another game coming out this week that I know several people have had their eyes on for a while, Sword Art Online Lost Song. And this is a follow-up oh, to a game cool. that they released earlier this year. Called Hollow Fragment. I haven't played I think, that either. I didn't know they made games. It's yeah. an action RPG, and Hollow Fragment's been out on the PlayStation Store. Now, this is only coming out to PS3, 4, and Vita. So it's okay. not coming to the Xbox franchises at all. But uh, that's going to be $60 when it comes out. Hollow Fragment, I believe, was 40 when it launched. Does it come with virtual reality? I don't know. And honestly, I haven't watched <laughs> the anime, so I... No, you don't get the joke then. It's no. all virtual reality in the Log Horizon is my MMO anime of choice right okay. now. <laughs> Another one coming out this week is it's only coming to PS3 and Vita, but it's Legend of Heroes Trails of the Cold Trails of Cold Steel. And this is kind of in the same franchise. There was a game that came out on Vita that everybody was super celebrated and it came out on Vita and on PC called Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. It got really good reviews. This is kind of the next thing in line for that. So if you liked Legends of Heroes, uh, you should check that out. One that no one's going to care about this week, Kung Fu Panda <laughs> Showdown of Legendary Legends. If you do care about it, I'm sorry. Does it have Jack Black in it? I, I think mean... so. I don't, I don't know. I haven't checked the voice cast list. It is a fighting game with characters from the Kung Fu Panda universe. And that universe has been dead for a while, so... Yeah, they're trying to bring <laughs> it back. you really have it preloaded? <laughs> they're making another movie. Oh, For context, our sound guy, he's been chatting with us in the, uh, in the side here. He has this game preloaded. He's going to play some Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, you can't back out of it now. I'm going to preload it for you. Uh, <laughs> This game is weird. It's $50 for current-gen PS4, Xbox One, but it's only $40 on the Wii U and $40 on PS3, Xbox 360, $30 on the 3DS. Huh. Uh, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, that's a roguelike. Yes. That comes out this Friday. I'm excited for that. And I know Mystery I've... Dungeon has been around before. Oh, yeah, I've it's played really their nice. games from pretty much the beginning. I think I, I had one, the. I've never plugged it in. Yeah, I had the game 
boy version, and I think they had a couple DS ones, and this one's going to be the 3DS <laughs> one, and I'm really excited because I really like those games. They're so different from traditional Pokemon games. You get to be yourself a Pokemon. How can you say no? And you get to go around mystery dungeons. And I so would that make that. me... The story a- is actually pretty interesting at least the last one i played was the story was actually really interesting so i'm excited for that as well you said i get to turn myself into a pokemon yeah so would i be a jokemon yeah that would be digimon (laughs) but yes i definitely want to get that game sometime you bring up you get to be a pokemon i immediately go to pokemon and i'm like that's gonna trump mystery dungeon by so much (laughs) well yeah because that's a new thing uh, and this is just a reboot, not reboot, just another addition to yeah. a spinoff they've been doing. I like roguelike games. Yeah, it's. I like it. I've always liked it. So it looks interesting. It looks really pretty. I was watching some of the gameplay. Yeah. I, I would consider picking this up, but I would rather be playing Yokai. <laughs> and the last one on here. I'm trolling. Uh, <laughs> PC game called Root. I looked this up. It's only nine ninety nine. On Steam, currently seven ninety nine on sale because it's coming out. It's it claims itself as a cyber espionage themed stealth FPS, but really That's it's just mouthful. how to root your phone. It just looks like <laughs> uh, well, it looks rough. Uh-oh. Maybe don't maybe look at it and put it on a wish list for the Black Friday Steam sale. And they're right the now. Like, well, we'll never let sale. them get a review of this. Yeah, we're not going to get a review copy of that. At least not if they listen to this podcast. Uh. <laughs> Maybe I can send them a review request beforehand. Then I, then I got to get a reviewer to take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the poll for this week. All right. And moving on from that, we go to our final topic of the day. We like to make it geek and Christian here on the podcast. And I really don't know how to transition to this. We wanted to talk about Paris and the the devastation that has happened there. I, like I said, I really don't even know where to go with it. Just it, it's definitely sad. Yeah, uh, I don't know where to start with it either. It's it's a very difficult situation worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's just it's hard to think of it as another nine eleven. But that's exactly what it is. It's not 9-11. It just happened in France. It's yeah. the French version of 9-11. So, because us Americans just think how terrible 9-11 was. I mean, I, I don't actually remember it that much because I was really young when it happened. But it's still just everyone in America just on 9-11, you know, remembers everyone who died, what happened, all this thing, all this stuff. And... Now this is happening in France. Yeah. It's like everything's just, happening over again. They just had the Charlie Hebdo stuff happen not too long ago as well. Last year, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so you're talking about the same city, I believe. It was in Paris mm-hmm. as well, correct? I believe so. So this this same city has had these extremists attack them on more than one occasion already. Um, and I don't... I don't have a good way to – there's nothing I can say about ISIS that makes me want to say it in a Christian manner. 
Um, <laughs> right. I, I don't I feel like a lot of us are feeling like yeah. That. I mean, there's just there is there's so much ire that I hold, and and I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. None of us should. But these people, from our perspective, care about nothing but our destruction. Now Jesus tells us that we should just turn the other cheek, you know. And and go with it because in the end it doesn't matter. We've already won, right? right. But we live in in the now here. And this has been discussed a lot on the community page, and I feel like people are taking two very big extremes with it. It's either yeah. it's pray for ISIS and just pray for ISIS, sit back, turn the other cheek, and then you have the people that are saying we should just bomb ISIS, need to get rid of them as soon as possible. They are would be happy to pull the trigger, basically. Yeah. And I don't think either of those are correct. And I know because everyone's taking polar opposites and me finding the middle ground, I'm always wrong in these situations on both sides. But, you know, praying for them, you know, you should never want to kill anybody. And I know a lot of people have a lot of anger for these people. For good reason, but still, as a Christian, your mindset should not be, I want to kill these people. That's just how it is. But I've also always said, if you can't love both, you can't love the victims and ISIS, because if you are just turning the other cheek and praying for ISIS to get better and not helping those people who are being, you know, slain then you're not showing them love and you kind of have to figure out who you're going to love between the two. I mean, if you just turn the other cheek and let all those people die, that's not the loving thing to do. One of the, one of the things I've seen someone come out and say in the last few days is that we should try to love ISIS away. Yeah. And that is so absurd to me. Right. I, I want to love them to death. Literally. <laughs> no, I, I, the radical, oh man. And Christianity's tainted with this past as well. You know, mm. we had the Crusades. That was a very dark, I mean, we slaughtered so many people. The Christ, Christians, people in the name of Christ, slaughtered so many people. Right. Uh, and that is a complete black mark. But I don't feel like, those Christians then should have been stopped and and preying on people's fears. And I, I don't know. There's there's just so much that I disagree with there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I All my prayers lately have been focusing on how God is going to like, – good has to overcome evil. That's why <laughs> I have to focus on that. Or else I'm going to like lose my mind. So I'm just thinking God has to overcome this evil that's within ISIS. And I have no idea how that's going to happen. That's in God's hand. Whether it involves violence, whether it doesn't, whether suddenly God shows up within them and they just stop being evil. Or if somebody bombs them. Like I really don't know what will happen, but it's in God's hands. And I just don't really know what to do beyond that because I want to do something, but I just don't know what yeah, it's definitely a scary time. I desire just, to just get rid of them completely, but I know that's not necessarily the 
best thing. Because the problem is there's always going to be terrorism. We get rid of ISIS. There's still going to be terrorists everywhere. Right. Just thinking of new things, coming up with new names. And that's probably the most frustrating part because all these people saying, yeah, let's just bomb them. That's not going to fix the problem. There's just going to be more. Yeah. And there's even just like, there's so many people and this is a whole different argument about Islam itself. But I know in one of my videos, I said, you know, Islam needs reformation. And I meant that. I mean, in Middle East, like the Islam that is going on there is not the same that you'd see here in the United States. And I uh, found out that it's like 20% of Muslims are in the Middle East. I thought that number was way higher. I was really surprised to hear that. So people, I think, need to know that piece of information. I don't think anyone really realizes it's only 20% of Muslims that are in the Middle East, part of these terrorist groups. That's 80% everywhere else that don't believe the violence is right. Well, and on top of, of Paris, you know, I saw somebody else posted that it was one or two days before the Paris attacks. There were bombings in other parts of the world as well, suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I can't remember it right now where that was at. But, I mean, th- there were like 40 deaths in that bombing yeah. just mm-hmm. a day or two before. And in the grand scheme of humanity, that's not a large number. But it's still significant. 40 people died that day from an act of violence and hatred. Right. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss for no, words. I definitely, it's always bugged me. I do the news show, the Christian news show um, on my YouTube channel. And there'll be some things that kind of get skipped over and it'll be a hundred deaths. And then you have Paris and people are very sad about this. But these other deaths that happen, we're just kind of eh about, which is so weird to me i guess just because i'm looking at every story yeah whereas people are only looking at the stories that they hear about which is natural okay. and you're not out there searching for them isis yeah. has done so much damage they are committing genocide yeah yeah i just think of it as i feel like people are focusing on paris more because it's almost more relatable it's almost more personal in a way mm-hmm. not that we're all from paris but I mean, these people were at a concert. They're in a restaurant. That happens in America all the time. You go to concerts, go to restaurants, and you don't expect something to happen. Something just crazy like that happens. And these other places, I don't know. Maybe I don't really know exactly what happened. I don't know um, really all the details about that. But I think because people know what happened in Paris and how it was just people trying to have a good Friday night or whatever, whatever day it was in Paris, a time difference. Um, People just try and have a good time because we can relate to that. And it doesn't make the other events any less bad. It's still terrible. It's just because the way it is, I guess, people have paid more attention to this. But hopefully, in light of Paris, we can focus more on where it does happen way too often. I know lots of people have been pulling up things about, uh, shoot, was it Uganda or Kenya? There was a shooting there at a university back in April. 
And people are bringing it up now all of a sudden, yeah. which is weird because, again, it happened back in April. But then again, no one really talked about it back then. And at the same right. time, it's also sort of – I feel like when people think about Kenya and Africa and all that stuff, um, I mean, they don't think of it as anywhere like America, even though it can be. It was at a university. So <sighs> people just – ah. I get angry at people sometimes. The world is it, just frustrating. As angry and frustrated and heartbroken as we are, imagine how God feels. Yeah. He created all of all of us and and to see the way that humanity has turned. Yeah. We get frustrated, but he 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 experiences a level of heartache and heartbreak that we can't even fathom. Mhm. All right. Well, how do we end that? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we're gonna end it there before any of us start crying. <laughs> um, I guess the main point, just prayers in general, prayers for ISIS that there are least amount of casualties before people decide, realize what they're doing is wrong as possible. If you're going to pray for them, I guess that would be my prayer. Uh, let them figure this out, that they're, what they're doing is terrible and awful. Yeah. But uh, pray for Paris. Pray for the whole world because we have a war on our hands now. And that has been... I guess the only upside for me, and I don't want to say upside because it sounds awful, but people are realizing that we need to take ISIS serious and fix this. And so war, it sucks. But at least something is being done now because genocide has been happening for the last few years. So hopefully that can be stopped. The prayer is out to everyone. We need it. God help us all. God bless.